what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. There is no covering for sin outside of the cross of Jesus Christ. Any attempt to try to cover up sin only adds more sin. The only way to truly cover up sin is for it to be buried with Christ. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 30, and we're going to begin in verse 1, while you're finding that, let me make a quick announcement, I'll be preaching revival at Tees Chapel Free Will Baptist Church in Smithfield, North Carolina, that is September the 26th through the 30th, they're located at 6439 Brogdon Road in Smithfield, North Carolina. The Sunday night service will start at 6 o'clock, and the rest of the week, Monday through Thursday, the services will start at 7 o'clock. Come on out and be a part of that if you can. We'd love to have you. Getting into the Word of God this morning, Isaiah 30 and verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin, that walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth, to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame." and the trust in the shadow of Egypt, your confusion. I want to stop right there and continue with the message we started last week. The great sin of King Hezekiah. The Bible tells us that during the takeover of the Assyrian Empire, that Sennacherib conquered every city, town, and village that he wanted during a 20-year pillage. He turned his attention to the northern kingdom. The northern kingdom of Israel, they rejected God. They would not repent, and Sennacherib came in and took the northern kingdom captive. And we can understand how God would allow such to the northern kingdom, but then Sennacherib turned his attention to the southern kingdom. The southern kingdom of Israel has just experienced a reformation. Revival has broken out. People are going to the temple, and they're bringing their sacrifices, and they're asking God to forgive them of their sin, and they're learning the Word of God, and they're putting away the false gods, and they're doing away with the high places, and they're bringing their tithe 
to the house of the Lord. But God allows Sennacherib to come in now and attack the southern kingdom. And we look at all of that and we wonder why does God allow such attacks of the enemy, especially during a time of great revival. Someone has said, and rightly so, that the greatest battle that you'll ever fight is the battle that comes right before or after a great victory. And again, we look at all of this, and we have to ask the question, why did God allow this evil king to come against Jerusalem? The Bible tells us that King Hezekiah, if you'll look there in Second Chronicles 32, verse 25, Hezekiah rendered not again according to the benefit done unto him, for his heart was lifted up. Therefore there was wrath upon him and upon Judah and Jerusalem. That's pride. And the best way to deal with pride is to be humbled. And God allows Sennacherib to come up. God cannot stand pride. Pride is the sin that started it all, ladies and gentlemen, going all the way back to Lucifer when he led his rebellion against God. Pride. It's the deification of self. And God cannot stand pride. And you would think that Hezekiah, after seeing Sennacherib come up with this army, you would think that he would be humbled by that. But instead, he compromises. He tells Sennacherib, I'm sorry that I have offended you. If you tell me what to give you, I'll give it to you. If you'll just leave us alone. Sennacherib said, I want silver and gold. $20 million worth of silver and gold. Problem is Hezekiah didn't have $20 million worth. He has three individuals whom he sits down and counsels with, they are Shebna, Eliakim, and Isaiah. Eliakim and Isaiah encourage him to trust God. But Shebna, he has the vote of the people. And Shebna is the one who encouraged Hezekiah to take the gold from the temple of God and to give it to Sennacherib. The Bible says in 2 Kings 18 and verse 15, that Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord. And Hezekiah, verse 16, he cut off the gold from the doors of the temple and from the pillars and gave it to the king of Assyria. The house of God suffered much damage because of pride and compromise.
The same can be said of the church today. The silver is a type of our redemption and salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, when we compromise with the world out here and we refuse to address sin because it might offend somebody, we've just lost the silver. Because you cannot preach the gospel and not deal with the sin issue. That's the very reason that Jesus came into this world was to die for your sins and my sins, the sins of the world. And to ignore the sin issue because it might offend somebody, you're compromising. And you're giving away the silver. Not only are we giving away the silver, but we're giving away the gold as well. The gold symbolizes the presence of God, the anointing of God. Church, let me tell you this. When we lose the anointing of God, we've lost it all. There's nothing left. And evidence is that Sennacherib, he was satisfied with the gold and the silver that was given to him, and he went back to Nineveh. But Hezekiah, again, he takes counsel with Shebna. And Shebna advised him to reach out to Egypt for help. Egypt is a type of the world, the world system, which is totally against God and is totally against the child of God. In Isaiah 30, verse 1, Isaiah said, Thus saith the Lord, Woe to the rebellious children that take counsel, but not of me. Any counseling outside the Word of God is ungodly counsel. And God said, You are rebellious children who do such. And woe be unto you. In other words, judgment is in your future. I'm afraid today that the modern church has traded the altar for the counselor's couch. And nothing wrong with some counseling as long as it's coming from the Word of God. But the watchword for the church today is you need professional help. You need to go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. No, you need to go to the altar and get on your face before God. You need to kneel at the cross and let Jesus Christ deal with you. When you go to Jesus Christ, my friend, you can't get no more professional than that. Because you're going to the one that made you. The one that knows all things. If you got a problem, go to Jesus Jesus told the church at Laodicea, Julie, if you will, put it up on the screen, Revelation 3, verse 18. The church of the last days, notice the terminology, he said, I counsel thee. He's the counselor. If you got a problem, go to Jesus. He's the one that can solve your problem. He's the one that has unlimited resources. And if he ain't got what you need, he can speak it into existence. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
He said, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich. The only currency that God will recognize is faith in the finished work of Christ. And that's the gold that's been tried in the fire. Jesus Christ was tempted in all points just like we are, yet without sin. And his sinless life made him fit to be the perfect sacrifice. And he died on Calvary and arose from the dead the third day. And the moment that we place our faith in the finished work of Christ... His righteousness becomes our righteousness. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the true riches of God. And that is the white raiment that he's talking about there in Revelation 3 and verse 18. He talks about the white raiment that you may be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Isaiah said, 30 verse 1, Woe to the rebellious children that try to cover themselves with a cover, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. There is no covering for sin outside of the cross of Jesus Christ. Any attempt to try to cover up sin only adds more sin. The only way to truly cover up sin is for it to be buried with Christ. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 6 and verse 4, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism. In other words, we have come into union with Christ. The moment you place your faith in his finished work, you come into union with Jesus Christ. When he died on Calvary, the old man died with him. When he was buried in that tomb, your sins were buried with him. And when he come up out of that tomb, a new you came up out of that tomb with him, raised to walk in a newness of life. That is a newness of the Spirit of God. And we're to walk after the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16, the Bible says, Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But the flesh, it always gravitates toward Egypt. The world out here, the things of the world. In Isaiah 30, verse 2, he said, You're walking down into Egypt, and you've not asked at my mouth. You're seeking help from the world out here, and you have totally ignored me. I wonder how many of us today are guilty of the same thing. How many of us today, when we have a problem, first thing we do, we pick up the phone and we call the doctor? Or if we've got a headache, we go to the medicine cabinet. Are you listening to me? You're reaching out to the world out here for help. And you've totally ignored God. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ is the ultimate healer. 
He can touch you today. He can heal you today, just like he did those 2,000 years ago. God does not change. And he has the medicine that you need. He's got the gospel. You take it by faith on a daily basis. It keeps the sin nature at bay. Puts the sin nature that's inside of you. Places it in a state of remission where it doesn't bother you anymore. And some of you are getting that. You're starting to understand that. But when Jesus died on Calvary, not only did he address the spiritual sin issue, but he also addressed your health issues. By his stripes we are healed. Some of you have claimed Jesus Christ as your spiritual healer. Start claiming him for your physical healing as well. Jesus Christ can heal cancer. He can touch back problems. He can deal with arthritis. He can deal with eye problems. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever if we'll just believe him and trust him. The same can be said for strength and encouragement. Isaiah 30 verse 2, he said, You're trying to strengthen yourselves with the strength of Pharaoh. How many of us today are trying to get strength and encouragement from the world out here? You're getting encouragement from secular music and the world's entertainment. How many are trying to grow their churches today, get strength in numbers by doing what the world out here does? Not too long ago, one church down in Florida, they turned their fellowship hall and, and, and refurbished it and made it look like a nightclub. Said it would attract more young people. Even had the little wine glasses. They didn't serve wine, thank God, but they said that this is the cutting edge of evangelism. I read that and I thought, no, it's the cutting edge of stupidity is what it is. Reaching out after the world and the things of the world to try to draw people in. Let me tell you this, church. I'm going to tell you like Mama told me. She said, boy, you better start out the way you can hold out. You take that young lady to the steakhouse on Friday night. If you can't take her there from now on, you better not be taking her there. Young man, you can't take that young lady much anywhere now without it costing you. Even in McDonald's now, it's costing. Start out the way you can hold out. Church, you need to start out the way you can hold out. You need to start out according to what the Word of God says. You need to get back to the foundation, which is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. The Holy Spirit moves in the message. And He grips a hold of the hearts of the people and He brings conviction. Conviction in the church. There was a time when the church preached against certain things. There's a time when the church stood for certain things. That's not the case nowadays. Because like I said, we're afraid we might offend somebody. But when you preach the cross, 
you have to preach against sin. You can't have one without the other. If you try to do that, you've got another gospel. And let me tell you, it's fostered by another spirit, which is a demon spirit. And without conviction, ladies and gentlemen, you can't get saved. And there are some churches today that you could go in, you could sit down in there, and they've got beautiful carpet, they've got beautiful tapestries, the stained glass windows, and it's air-conditioned, and it's real nice, and it's all laid out. But you couldn't get saved in that church today if you wanted to, because the gospel's not being preached. It's another gospel. It's a gospel that tells you how good you are and how you can be a better you. If you try to go anywhere else for strength and encouragement other than the finished work of Christ, you're going down into Egypt, you're going into Pharaoh. He said, if you look there, Isaiah 30, verse 3, The strength of Pharaoh shall be your shame. You know, the best way to deal with pride is to be humbled and to be shamed. He said, you're trusting in the shadow of Egypt, Isaiah 30, verse 2. Ladies and gentlemen, as a child of God, we're to trust in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91, Julie, if you will, put that up on the screen. Psalm 91, verse 2, verses 1 and 2. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth, it means to sit down, to ease oneself, to dwell, to remain, to settle in the sense of taking up a homestead or staking out a claim and resisting all claim jumpers to possess a place and to live therein. He that dwelleth in the secret place. The secret place is a covering or a hiding place. The cross is our place of covering because it was there that Jesus covered and paid the price for man's sin. The cross of Christ is a hiding place because it is there and there alone that our sins can be hidden the cross is a secret place because sadly and regrettably not too many people know about it. And you and I need to get, get the word out. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, that speaks of God being the one who has provided this great gift of salvation for you and I, shall abide. In other words, God won't kick you out. As long as you keep your faith in the finished work of Christ, God won't kick you out. If you don't quit, God won't quit. If you don't stop, God won't stop. It's not how many times you fail. It's not how many times you fall off. It's how many times you get back up. Faith always gets back up, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget that. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It speaks of the defense and the protection of God. I'll say of the Lord that He's my refuge. How about you? He's my fortress. In Him will I trust.
trusting in the shadow of Egypt will only be to your confusion. Isaiah 30, verse 3. So let me tell you what happened. The ambassadors of Judah, they loaded up their donkeys and their camels with the riches of Jerusalem. And they went down to Egypt. And they were attacked by lions and snakes and wild animals. Got down there to talk with the ambassadors of Egypt. And Egypt took their money. But they found out that when the time came, they were of no help against Sennacherib. Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, found out that they had gone over there and he looked at that as treason. And he came and set up an army and cut off Egypt from coming to help Jerusalem. And then he took a, an army of 185,000 and surrounded the walls of Jerusalem. And this time, ladies and gentlemen, Sennacherib, he's not after silver. He's not after gold. He's out for blood. And what is King Hezekiah going to do? Y'all come on back next week and I'll tell you. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.